I'm Reed Drummond. I'm a writer, blogger, photographer, mother, and I'm an accidental country girl. I live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere, and I've got a lot of mouths to feed. My style of food is simple yet scrumptious, and all my recipes have to be approved by cowboys, hungry kids, and me. Here's what's happening. My husband gets a blind taste test hey, to honey. see if a pasta dish gets his seal of approval. How is it? I like it. Yes! And with the guys and kids four hours south, there's not a steak or potato in sight at my cowgirls dinner. Who wants sangria? The girls and I are doing our own thing. Girl power. We're eating goat cheese with dill appetizer, followed by a delicious fig and prosciutto pizza. Welcome to my frontier. I'm sure I'm not the only woman out there who has a husband with particular tastes. I did not say picky. Here's a little glimpse into the things my husband would never eat. Anything containing wine, sushi, creme brulee, anything with goat cheese, and portobello mushroom burgers. He'd wonder where the beef was. You know, I kind of feel like it's my duty as his wife to help broaden his horizons a little bit. So today is Broaden Your Horizons Day. I've got this category on my website filled with recipes that my husband approves of. So I thought I might have him try the penne olive vodka in a blind taste test and see how it goes. I'm gonna put the pasta on. It takes about 10 minutes, and that's about how long the sauce takes. But before I start cooking the sauce, I'm gonna call my husband and see if he's in the general vicinity. Hello. Hey, honey. Are you guys gonna be passing by the lodge anytime soon? We can if you need us to. I want you to try something. Does it have something weird in it? No, it doesn't have anything weird in it. <laughs> I promise. All right, well, we can probably be up there in a little bit. Okay, I just run in and then you can run out. All right, bye. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get started on the sauce. I already have onion and garlic sauteing in olive oil and butter. I'm gonna turn up the heat just a little bit and I'm just gonna cut to the chase here, get this part over with. And I might have to hide the bottle when my husband comes in. Pasta alla vodka starts with vodka. I'm gonna add about three quarters of a cup. Okay, this needs to reduce just a little bit longer. My husband has this heightened sense of taste when it comes to wine, and he doesn't like the flavor. And he can detect the slightest bit of wine in sauces and pastas. But the vodka really has a cleaner flavor to it, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Okay, this is reduced quite a bit. I have a can of tomato puree. I buy in bulk, so I just have these huge cans in my pantry, but we only need half of it. So I'll just transfer the rest of this to another container and keep it in the fridge because I'm sure I'll need it in a day or two. Now I'll stir this in, let it bubble up. It's kind of become a hobby of mine to find new dishes that I can move over into the lad approved category of my website and my life for that matter because it just makes things so much easier when there are dishes that both of us enjoy. Okay, the tomato sauce is nice and warm. So I'm gonna grab the heavy cream. I'll add about a cup of this. A cup plus a splash. It's my prerogative to add a splash of cream when I feel it's necessary. And look at this, oh my word. And I'm gonna add some crushed red pepper. It just adds a little spice and I figure if there's anything objectionable to the slight vodka flavor of the sauce, 
Maybe the spice will cover it up a little bit. I also need to add quite a bit of salt. And finally, plenty of pepper. Okay, this is almost done. I just have one very vital thing to add. Just a little pat of butter, not too big. Just adds this delicious richness at the end and Loud, of course, does like butter, so I figure it'll help my cause a little bit. Okay, the pasta should be done now. The sauce is done. And we're almost there. And then just toss it up. It looks so good. Even without the vodka, this would be totally delicious. I'm gonna sprinkle in some Parmesan and give it another stir. Why do I have butterflies? This is not that big of a deal. And then a final sprinkling of crushed red pepper. Hey, honey, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Thanks for coming by. Oh, no problem. I have something for you to try. Okay. There you go, dig in. How do you like it? How is it? I'm dying. What's this? It's, it's good. It's good. Mm -hmm. You like it's it? It's not bad at all. What is it? It's pasta. Wow, well, I can tell that. <laughs> With something special in the sauce. Vodka, I thought mm. you might be a little more receptive to the hard stuff. Vodka's better than wine. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I like it. Where are the kids? They're uh, sleeping in the pickup. <laughs> are they really? Mm-hmm. All right. Bye, honey. All right. See you. See you at home. Yes. Yes. Up next, when the guys are away, the girls will play. It's a cowgirls dinner at the ranch. Here's to girls getting together and not eating gravy with not a morsel of man food in sight. The guys and the kids have gone to the farm, having all the girls over for dinner. I know what the guys and the kids are gonna eat. It probably involves steak and potatoes. The girls are gonna eat fresh herbs. Y'all hungry? Yeah. Y'all wanna get some steaks? Yeah. yeah. How about you, Todd? Uh, corn. <laughs> you better get a deal of potatoes, though. Big bag of potatoes. How many steaks you think we need? Six, seven. I think we've got everything, don't we? Well, the whole point of having an all-girls dinner is that we get to have the kind of food that we don't get to have when our husbands are around. When we have guys and girls together, we sort of have to pick foods that appeal to both. Otherwise, we wind up with two different menus. So I'm going to make something that pretty much sums up the things that the guys don't like. Goat cheese and dill appetizer. I've got a bunch of fresh dill here. I'm just gonna chop it really fine. And then just let it sit on the cutting board for a couple of minutes to just slightly dry. I've got some goat cheese in the freezer. I put it in the freezer just for a few minutes because you don't want the goat cheese to be overly soft. I'm going to roll it in this fresh dill. It just makes a gorgeous, fancy and frilly appetizer and the dill just starts sticking a little more with each roll. Lad does not like goat cheese at all. So this is perfect for a girl's dinner. And that's it. This is gonna be great with sangria, which is another perfect example of something the cowboys wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. It's way too pretty, first of all. 
Second of all, it's filled with wine. I'm just gonna stick a little mint in there. Gorgeous. And I think I'll give it a taste while I'm at it. I wouldn't wanna serve substandard sangria to my guests. Oh, that's good. Let me tell you how I make it. Into a vat, I threw some diced red and green apples, green and red grapes, whole chunks of pineapple, and then some orange, lemon, and lime slices. Any fruit is permissible, except maybe tomatoes. Now for the hard stuff. Chilled red wine, chilled white wine. I also like to pour in a little orange-flavored rum and orange-flavored vodka. I'm bad. Then for a little sweetness, I just add some sugar dissolved in a little water. Then it goes into the fridge for a few hours, and that's it. My husband definitely wouldn't like this, but that means more for me. Let's get around these cows. Come on, everybody. Right up there, Alex. Come on, we gotta push them back this way a little. Right up, Paige, push them down. One difference between guys and girls, guys don't like to eat dinner outside. At least around here they don't. It's hot and windy, there are flies, and the guys work outside all day, and the last thing they wanna do is eat outside. But I think it's gonna cool down by the time the girls get here. We're gonna sit outside and have some fun. So the guy's idea of pizza is, of course, pepperoni. But I know the girls around here appreciate a little bit more of an artisan approach. So I'm making fig and prosciutto pizza topped with arugula, and it's gorgeous and delicious. Here's the pizza dough, and it's been in the fridge for a few days. I actually think pizza dough tastes a little better when it ages a bit. Let me show you how I make it. The mixer's my weapon of choice for the dough. In with two cups of all-purpose flour and a half a teaspoon of salt. Then with the mixer on low, drizzle in three tablespoons of olive oil. Work it together. Then pour in half a teaspoon of active dry yeast that's been soaked for a couple of minutes in three-fourths a cup of lukewarm water. Then when it all comes together in a sticky mess, it's done and just needs a couple of hours to rise before you use it. So now it's on to the fun part. I'm gonna flour the surface. And I wanna roll out the dough as thin as I can. I like thin, thin pizza crust because then you can pile on the toppings as thick as you want and you don't feel so naughty. It's a good thing lads at the farm Fig and prosciutto pizza is not necessarily his cup of tea. So what are we having tonight? Steak and, and potatoes. Who's peeling? Peach the girls are peeling. Okay. Fortunately, we got a lot of hands, so it shouldn't take very long to get them all peeled and sliced up. I don't know what they're cooking tonight, but it definitely won't be as good as what we're having. The fried potatoes and steaks are in my book, about as good as it gets. Okay, I think that's about as thin as it's gonna get. I just use a regular baking sheet. You don't have to have a specialty pizza stone or anything. Just drizzle on a little olive oil, drizzle a little on the crust. 
And this is what gives this pizza a special little touch. Fig preserves or fig spread. You want to just spread a thin layer on the pizza crust. It kind of acts as your pizza sauce. After the fig spread, just give it a little sprinkle of salt just to offset the sweet. And then come the mozzarella slices. This is just a regular log of fresh mozzarella and I sliced it as thin as I could so it doesn't bog down the pizza. And just lay them haphazardly over the surface of the crust. I love fresh mozzarella. I still can't get it in my small town grocery store, so to me, it's a delicacy. Now these aren't the only ingredients that'll go on this pizza. We're just gonna bake it with the fig spread and the mozzarella, and then after the pizza comes out of the oven, that's when we put on the prosciutto and the arugula. Okay, now it's gonna go into a 500 degree oven for about 10 to 12 minutes on the bottom rack because we want the crust to get nice and golden brown before the cheese starts to burn. What do you think about these, Slim? You think they're getting about ready? Yeah, I think those are looking pretty good. Maybe, maybe need just a little bit longer. A little longer on these. That's Excuse a pretty me, good size honey. steak, isn't it? But I like to get a little butter on before I season them. Butter just seems to make everything taste a little better, it seems to me. Yeah. Look how good those potatoes look. The hard part of doing potatoes like this, when you do several batches, is not eating them because they're just so good. Ah. Who wants sangria? Sure. Me, me. <laughs> I was trying to figure out why it's so much fun to get together just with us when the guys are gone. It's just kind of nice to cut loose and not consider them at all when it comes to the food. Yeah. I propose a toast. To girls. To girls. Yeah. Girl power. Girl time. To goat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about goat cheese, I think, that could beat a nice inch and a half thick steak. My dad likes his a little rarer than the rest of us, so I've probably already overcooked his. Who wants pizza? Ooh, I do. Yes. Me, me, me. It is not pepperoni pizza. I want supreme. <laughs> this is a girl party. We do not have supreme pizza at girl parties. Hey kids, it's time to eat. The smallest one you have, please. The smallest one? I'll give him that one, that's fine. I have a small appetite. Well, I've got the girls here. The kids and the guys are at the farm, probably eating steak at this point. So I'm gonna finish off my fig and prosciutto pizza by adding the rest of the ingredients. It looks and smells so good. I used to put prosciutto on my pizzas before I stuck them in the oven because that seemed like the logical thing to do. But somebody told me that I should put the prosciutto on after. And I tried it once and I've never gone back. The prosciutto stays soft and with the heat of the pizza, it warms up because it's sliced so thinly. Who needs little perfect round circles of pepperoni when you can have prosciutto? Delicious. Oh, that smells so good. Now I've got arugula, and I really pile it on. Just kind of think of it as a salad on top of the pizza. You can't add too much. It's impossible. And finally, Parmesan shavings. Can't have pizza without it.
Just squeeze and break them up. And that's what you call a girl-friendly pizza right there. I'll just slice it up to make it easy for everybody to dig in. My sister-in-law, Missy, gave me this tool. When I'm home alone, I feel safe. I love this pizza. I'm a little sad I have to share it. Pizza delivery. This is a, a fig spread on the crust instead of pizza sauce. And then mozzarella and prosciutto. It's good. And arugula, arugula. on top of oh, arugula. This is beautiful. What do you think the guys and the kids are eating tonight? <laughs> Fried potatoes. Steak. <laughs> we have a fried potatoes and we have a steak. Chocolate cake. Can you please smell it? Please smell it. Yes, sir. You need a little help, sweetie? Draw that back there, Ty. Very good. That's what a steak, good steak ought to look like. Yeah, it's a little crunchy on the outside. The steak is cooked perfectly, but the potatoes can use a little work. Hey, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's the only guy allowed at our all-girls dinner. Oh, can you Charlie, <laughs> can you say girl? <laughs> girl? Girl? Power? Power? Girl? Power. Good boy. Uh, Charlie, yay. Charlie's the you only boy welcome. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. I need a new okay. plate. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Who's doing the dishes? Caleb? Alex. Alex. Caleb? Alex, yes. Ooh. I got a better idea. All of us pitch in. All of you. I think that'd be good. Many hands make light work, right? Say girls rule. Girls <laughs> rule. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, Charlie, we love you. For recipes from this episode, go to foodnetwork.com slash pioneerwoman.